I don't give a fuck about your war or your president. The city's like London, the dust rattles stick with the crimes of modern minds. Hi, welcome to Last Believer, a podcast about good riddance. My name's Josh Lindley. I go by he, him. Each week, myself and my buddy, Dan Forcier, also he, him, sitting on six liters of liquid death, talk about three different songs by uh, Santa Cruz punk band Good Riddance. This week, excuse me, we're talking about the songs Up the Affiliates, we're talking about Little Man, and we are talking about Familiar. Dan, if someone wants to ask you questions about your six liters of water, how would they do that? <laughs> you really caught me off guard there because it was like mid, well, it was not mid conversation. It was at the tail end. And it's like, hi. And I was like, oh, shit. All right. We are ready to rock and roll. Yeah. If you have questions, uh, we, we can beep out the name, though. They didn't pay us. I paid them. So, uh, yeah, they can uh, send us an Instagram message. Slide in those DMs um, at Last Believer Pod. Or if you uh, don't use social media or if you have more of a long form thing or has some fun stuff to send us last believer pod at gmail.com gmail gmail yeah if you are curious what we're talking about most of the time especially if we're referencing other songs you can find a playlist on spotify and apple music dan's in charge of uh keeping those up to date Mm -hmm. last week we got real wild on that everything from hansen to Lagwagon to poison idea so yeah, you can check that yeah. out. Yeah, I took a screenshot of the playlist and sent it to you. And I was like, what the fuck is this podcast that we're doing? That with yeah. These are the songs that we're talking about. Yeah, it's a, it's a real thing. It is a real thing. Some people have enjoyed it, though. We've gotten messages about being like, oh, you know, I'm going to listen to this song on the playlist because we bring it up, i.e. Newfound Glory covering <laughs> Celine Dion. So, yeah, yeah, sure. Celine, uh, anything you want to talk about before we jump in this week? <clears throat> not, I guess, I guess there's not too much to talk about. Like, we uh, it's a pretty quick turnaround for us compared to the last two episodes. Yeah, a little inside baseball. It's been three days since we last recorded, <laughs> yeah. and, and before it was like two weeks. So, yeah, <laughs> we caught up on everything last week. Okay, pretty the much. first song, the first song that we're talking about this week is Up the Affiliates. It is the fourth song in Unbound by Ties of Blood and Affection. This is Wagon Shoots, Pavish, Platt, and Rankin. Dan, I feel like you like this one. Am I right? Am I right? Uh, I, I do like how it starts. You know, yeah. I Snake Pliskin, baby. You know, it's. Uh, I heard that that sound bite come in, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is going to be cool." Um, coincidentally, I've actually been looking for the uh, the Escape from movies recently on various streaming platforms. Um, I can't find it anywhere. It was really frustrating because mm. after hearing this, I was like, "I need to watch Escape from New York." And like I watched Escape from LA so much when I was younger because it was like more yeah. readily available. I feel like it was just like always on TV too. Like on it was because uh, it came out in like '96, I want to say. So it was like a new release, but also not such a huge box office thing that it cost TV stations a billion dollars to show it all the time. Yeah, and the yeah New York came out in like what eighty one eighty one yeah one yeah yeah. So I need to rewatch Escape from New York, and uh, it's been so long that I barely remember it to be honest so well, i'm like you know what this I, this is a sign this is a sign that i'm going to watch it i um looked it up before jumping on i was like you know what let me just check on this one service where you can rent the movie dude i'm gonna pay the five bucks man <laughs> I'm gonna, after i yeah. finish doing some work after this i'm gonna pay the five bucks crack open one of those weed beers and escape from new york 
Anyways, imagine, imagine paying for consumable content. What an old man thing to do. Just looking for the path of least resistance on the wallet, I suppose. But uh, yeah. while still abiding by the rules of content, or yeah. whatever. Uh, anyways, I digress. This is not a Escape from L.A., or Escape from New York podcast, or John Carpenter podcast, or yeah, oh, foreshadowing. Um, I'll, but I'll let you get down with the the down and dirty details of uh, the movie because I'm sure you have something. I got um, some things. Yeah, yeah. So up the affiliates, the song of the week. I mean, well, one of three of them. Songs like four, 54 seconds long, and almost yep. five of those seconds is that soundbite that we just gushed over. Mm-hmm. Um, and that soundbite is just so perfect for this song too. It's it fits so well. Um, when we hit like m- musically too, like we're that bass line, the whoa 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 whoa's, the backing vocal shouting, the pissed off lyrics about the lies in the media. It's a chef's kiss, man. It's like it's. I'm not sure what else I could ask for in a punk song that yeah. came out at this time or any time really. Like this is it's it hits all the marks of what uh, what I would be looking for. Speaking of the lyrics, like once again, we have another one that's uh, still just as relevant today, maybe even more than before. Um, you know, how, and how is it like as a society that we like the royal we, not you and I, uh, don't learn crime and violence being a sign of the times, lies from the media that are like a catalyst for the division of what we have in our society or the division that we're experiencing in our society, I should say, how everything is politicized. It's like a fucking snake eating its tail, going down a downward spiral. It just keeps on, it's never ending and it keeps on getting worse and worse. Yeah, man, it's fucking brutal, but it's a good song. So it it makes it fun to learn about how fucked up everything is. The ending of the song though is to me is what I found really rang true. And that I thought was really well put of uh, quote, still strident, yet seeming to suffer alone. Why can't we see that through our blind consumption? We condone systems that train free men to feel true powerless. It's fucking great. That's end scene. That's I'm going to talk about that line too, but first, first, what I want to talk about is escape from New York, which unlike Slapshot, is a John Carpenter classic. Uh, I don't know if it's better than They Live, but it certainly came out during a string of incredible films stretching from Halloween all the way up to They Live. Some people say that uh, it goes a little beyond that, but John Carpenter just had a killer decade. Anyway, in Escape from New York, Kurt Russell plays Snake Plissken, a prisoner on the island of Manhattan, which in that universe is one just one big prison. The president's plane is brought down on the island, And to save the president, the government has a meeting with Snake Plissken, one of the deadliest men in the world. Uh, (laughs) When they explain when they explain the situation, Snake responds with, I don't give a fuck about your war or your president. Escape from New York is incredible. You know, antiheroes are the best, even if they're played by right wing gun nuts like Kurt Russell. Is he? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. 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 He's. Yeah, definitely. Uh, The irony, the (laughs) irony of that quote, then. Oh yeah. All, yeah, like everything Kurt Russell. Think about everything Kurt Russell's ever played. Mm. Mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> even up until Fast Nine, the song "Up the Affiliates" is immediately great because of the title. By your mid thirties, any kind of conviction 
that you sense in trying to say up the punks it sounds super cringy and yeah. uh this title definitely turns that around um this is one of those 45 second long good written songs that show up and almost on almost each record just to remind you that no matter how long the band has been around for or how far they want to push boundaries you know as a good riddance song can sound you know like songs like black bag confidential or west end mm -hmm. memorial you know songs like up the affiliates remind you that they grew up listening to minor threat and bad religion and this song specifically those two bands <laughs> like, oh, yeah. from the bass intro to the whoa whoa whoa's specifically grew up listening to minor threat and bad religion uh for the <laughs> For the second, sorry, from the second that uh, the bass kicks in, the song doesn't stop. It's tight as hell. It's fast as hell. There are whoa, whoa, woes, like you said. I think, though, that a song like this uh, took until Bound by Ties to the for the band to really nail. Like, by this time, Dave Wagonshoots had been in the band for three years, and it had been pretty much constant touring. So you can hear that level of comfort in the song the way that it's played and obviously there's cut and paste that happens in the studio but it just sounds so together in this mm -hmm. like 45 second furious song dan yeah i've been trying i've been trying not to talk about the convoy because of how fucking stupid the whole thing is mm -hmm. and at first i figured that it would be over before it started and uh people would see that honking a horn for freedom is as useless as it sounds but four weeks later there are people too many people really who think that honking horns and being ill-informed or worse malicious will somehow uh, topple a democratically elected government. I, it's been driving me nuts. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, this whole thing is super embarrassing. And here we have a song from 19 years ago, warning of misinformation and mm -hmm. the potential effects. And of course the internet in 2003 was not what it is today. And the democratization of the platform might be doing more harm than good when combined with declining education around critical thinking and expensive, you know, university fees figure into that and, you know, different busing rules for schools figure into that. Anyway, mm -hmm. through our blind consumption, we condone systems which train free men to feel true powerlessness. This is the same thing that you just said, but yeah, this song, it really hurt this week uh, for us to go over the song and read through these lyrics based on everything going on in yeah. Canada in the last month. Uh, but it, the song definitely does rock my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was tough because listening to it, of course, that uh, the events in uh, the punk scene were right, you know, cut my teeth the Ottawa you know the Ottawa area was just uh, yeah it's so like this I'm at like a loss for words of it too because like how is this still happening you know it's like it's just so, much, so dumb and like just watching interviews with a lot of these and again like I know that where I'm getting my news from is making fun of them for the most part right so but it just it feels like there's so much like bliss that they have and it's fueled by such ignorance and like we just keep taking it in and we keep feeding the media to show us all this bullshit and then they think they're winning uh, we think that they're dumb and it just keeps going the media keeps baiting the public and without action while i'm just sitting here looking at my phone i just like i'm defeated i'm like i don't even know what the fuck to, to do with this like i'm 500 mile kilometers away and <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know I don't know and, that, and now we're talking about it on this podcast 
Yeah, and not even intelligently. Like, I'm at a loss for words. I'm just like, ah. Song two is Little Man. If you've heard it, you probably heard it on Capricorn One. Uh, this is Rich and Tom Kennedy and Russ and Luke. It's a demo from 1993, so sometime around Loaded for Bear, uh, but maybe not quite getting ready for Forgotten Country. How'd you feel about Little Man? Um, I feel like I've heard this song before on like many, many a comp back right. in the day like not like this song specifically but this song you know um uh, you know like the vibe of this song you know it, it, it makes sense for what you're saying too of um who at what point of the band that we're at and it's basically like a demo track before um forgotten country and it it makes sense for when it came out um but we have uh, another song this week a little extra on the whoa 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 section too mm-hmm. oh, yes pod magic baby just pull pulling those songs out um i hate to say it but i uh i don't really have much to say about this one either and i feel like we've talked about it before you know it's like that 90s skate punk vibe that sound has these cool licks throughout it i feel like i'm really like reaching and <laughs> This could have been like on that split, the the ten foot pole ill repute uh, satanic surfer split that we've talked about in the past as well. Um, mm-hmm. This sounds like it could have been on that because it, it it sounds like satanic surfers a bit, like just the really fast drumming that Rich is doing, um, like the um, the licks throughout the harmonies over top. It sounds like skateboarding, and it's like this is a skate punk song, like through and through '90s skate punk song. That's the the feeling I get. I wasn't able to find lyrics to really dive into this one. I don't know if you found lyrics at all. Oh yeah. Um, they're in the liner notes for Capricorn one. Well, shit. Someone apparently needs to buy the record. Um, Cause they aren't on the interwebs that I found, but hey, well. uh, so I, I couldn't really dive into it lyrically. Um, so I don't really think it would do it justice for me to try and explain how I feel about it or what the topic of the song is when I couldn't make everything out because it's an older demo recording. Uh, shit. Fair. It's part of the catalog. I don't really have much to say about it, and I don't want to force it. This is a serviceable skate punk song that I do not dislike. That's, I guess, that's my. Uh, <laughs> that is my uh, uh, conclusion. I guess analysis. All right. Okay. Fuck, okay. Man, why well, am I so brain dead today? This is brutal. <laughs> you haven't been drinking enough. Uh, one of the ways to get known as a solid songwriter is to write songs that not only paint a picture, but you can picture a specific person when the protagonist of the song is presented. Uh, The song Little Man does exactly that. It's a description of a guy that we all know who was brought up believing, like all of us, that if you follow exact steps and do everything right, you know, then like if you follow the path that's laid in front of you, you'll be able to live a happy and fulfilling life. What I think is the most impressive addition in this song is that there are lines, uh, about how from looking at this little man, you can tell that he's unhealthy and how bad this line of thinking is. At one point it says you can see the age on his face. There's another one where they're talking about his weary frame. And as the song goes on, 
you know, they talk about the ladder he's been fighting to climb and then that ladder gets pulled out from under him and he continues chasing goals, even though his wife and other parts of his life are suffering. And also that ideal that we've all been told to strive for is pretty much impossible to achieve. In the Capricorn one liner notes, Russ, uh, Russ writes a little like we've we've done this before. The little paragraph Russ writes mm-hmm. about each song. Yes. In this one, it's really funny. Uh, he says. Written during our 92-93 songwriting frenzy, I had taken to try I had taken to trying to out-syllable bad religion. And this <laughs> example may be the one where I got it right. <laughs> the simple musical structure tells you that I wrote it, but Luke kind of came up with the guitar leads and uh, dressed it up a little bit. I think Rich McDermott did some of his best drumming with good riddance on these recordings. Yeah, out-syllabling bad religion is a really funny idea uh to try to yeah. stick with when you're writing a bunch of songs um musically yeah the song sounds exactly like a song that would have been written for loaded for bear it's also fast as hell so even if i had no idea what it was about i still would have loved it you know if i if i saw this song live i would have been like yeah it's fast as hell i love it also 100 part two that bridge part two like you were saying with the whoa woes but they're like tough sounding vocals and backups and they could have added a whole actual breakdown uh, and made a big bridge out of it, but instead they just speed through it. I don't know, man. This song gets me hyped. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. And I feel like, had I listened to this 30 years ago, oh, fuck, that hurt to say. Um, I probably, <laughs> or like when it came out, I mean, yeah, no, that was about, yeah, oh, shit. Yep. I probably have been way ago. more into it. Yeah, and it's it's that same vibe, you know, that, like I was saying, with that, um, Satanic Surfers, Temple, like that skate punk sound like skateboarding vibe that I would have mm-hmm. lost my shit over. It's a, it's, it's a serviceable song, a serviceable skate punk song that I do not dislike. <laughs> So Familiar was recorded at the same time as Peace in Our Time. I know last week I said something different, but it was recorded at the same time as Peace in Our Time. And it's on the Fat Music for Wrecked People comp, which came out in 2019. And apparently it's on a split with Anti-Flag, but I haven't been able to find that split anywhere. Also, I guess this was released on a 7-inch with uh, another song as well that was recorded for Peace in Our Time. Anyway, if you have a physical copy of the song, familiar let me know i want to know exactly what it is and where i can actually find it anyhow this is uh russ sean luke and chuck dan how did you feel about this song well this is a little a little sneaky one to find um like you were saying that it's uh it's it's on a, a couple um, sorry it's on a comp uh you said a split with annie flag the research that i found the research that's very preliminary was it there was like um a bonus seven inch with peace in our time that had the two yeah. tracks on it so not so much of a split but doesn't mean it's not on a split but um anyways luckily it's on youtube um so if anyone also wants Bandcamp. to listen to it oh go to Bandcamp and listen to it then that would be super sick <laughs> versus giving anyways i'm really into this song right at the jump though you know yeah. after after all that rambling uh, it's a really nice, straightforward skate punk song. 
with a great melody and a great use of the word avarice, which was obviously only used to get it to rhyme with begged for this. But it works and it's great. (laughs) I really enjoyed that. Given where I'm at with my life, like I was, you know, I kind of just touched on this too. Like if Little Man was recorded and produced like this one, I would probably have more like i'd probably be way more into that song and be gushing all over it the way that like this song just like is hitting me in all the the right spots um i'm racking my brain to find stuff to really talk about this one too this was a for whatever reason this trio of songs did not give me a a a gushing sense of i need to talk about all this stuff like nothing really just gripped with me, but it, I would say this is probably my favorite song of the three that we're covering this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, I can't really put it into words other than like sonically, it's pretty much everything that I want right now. Like right now being the time that I'm listening to this like eight, eight or 10 times in a fucking row uh, <laughs> when I was writing these notes, um, the, the melody and the cadence, the rhyme structure, everything was hitting all of the marks, everything was on target, even lyrically were there, you know, it's like, I just don't have something that's really pulling me from the song to really deep dive into like some sort of um, conversation about whether it be like mental health or the, uh, the military industrial complex, or it just, I'm not going to lie, man. It's really pissing me off. <laughs> it's pissing me off. Cause I've listened to it over and over again and really enjoyed this song like so many times over again. And I just, I feel like I failed y'all. I don't have anything to say other than like, (laughs) I really like this song. It's just so superficial being like, yeah, this is a really good one. It hits all the marks for like a a, a fucking punk song, a poppy punk song that I want to hear right now. (sighs) I don't think you need to worry about it. I think everyone, this is going to be far from our worst episode, I think. Uh, (laughs) So I don't think you need to worry about that. It's this sober brain, man. It's fucking... still getting getting back back in the gears for a second i thought that maybe this was going to be a government issue cover but it is not the government issue is still sick as hell this song also rocks ass i'm still so 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 impressed that when good riddance took a break well i mean you know when they broke up and then six years later got back together and started playing shows or whatever like Mm -hmm. they really got back together they could have just you know hopped on to the fest or punk rock bowling or whatever with their already huge and impressive catalog of songs. But no, with this recording for peace in our time, uh, where obviously familiar came from as well. And, uh, you know, they came out so, so, so vicious after this, they didn't need to do that, but they did familiar is a song that honestly, I'm not that familiar with. When the bonus songs came out from Peaks in Our Time. Yeah, okay. When the bonus songs came out from... Yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, I just had to let that one linger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) When the bonus songs came out from Peaks in Our Time, I was uh, really going through it, and I didn't pay that much attention to them, which is why this is sort of like uh, missing information a little bit. But uh, apologies for last week and every week when I get something wrong when I'm talking about where the song comes from. The real downside is that I wish I had listened to this song hundreds of times because this is classic good riddance. Like this almost sounds like, you know, there's bits of it that sound like it could have been on ballads. There's bits of it that sound like it could have been on Bound by Ties of Blood Infection. Like Mm -hmm. it's sort is this is like what good riddance sounds like. You know, it's fast and melodic and the stops and starts are kind of cool and unexpected. Like they, they come in a half step quicker than you expect them to. 
it's aggro enough that you can picture kids getting totally rad while listening to it. But then old bums like me are in the back of a room watching them play and saying yes to nobody in particular. As for the lyrics, I've mentioned them already twice in this episode. So here it goes. Is familiar good riddance's generator? <laughs> mm. Like reading through these lyrics, I think I know what the song is about, but do I really? At first, I thought it was about being trapped in a life that has kind of been like assigned to you or preordained to you. And while that familiarity is comforting, is it actually good? Like, is that comfort good? But now I'm not so sure. The more I look at it, the more I'm like, it's like a hammer by the window or the knife on the floor. Familiar from Fat Music for Wrecked People from 2019 is getting added to my walking around playlist for sure. I got to mm-hmm. make up time because this song is too good for me to have not listened to this much. I lo- I like that this was like a new one for you. This is yeah. uh, it's it's a it's a great song. Like I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it, and I'm very glad that you kind of uh, discussed a little bit about like, do I really know what this song is about? And I was like, okay, it's perfect. Like generator. <laughs> I have no idea what that song is about either, but it's great. Me neither. Yeah. I don't I don't know much of anything anymore. Apparently. Yeah, seems like. Did anyone send us any questions this week? I'm pulling that up right now. Based on the <laughs> I Stole Your Love episode, um, that's pr- pretty much what would have inspired this, I would assume. Um, what 80s and or 90s rock song would you like to hear Good Riddance cover? Uh Wow, that's a good one. Um, I have two for the for the eighties and nineties. Yeah, go. Um, I I will I will admit I read the question earlier, so I I did do a minor amount of uh, prepping for the eighties. Motley Crue Livewire, I think, would be really fun. Yeah, you just like Livewire, though. Yeah, no, I do really love that song, but it's because of like <laughs> the the way that the song is is structured. It just makes me think that they would do it a very good justice uh, as they did with I Stole Your Love because sure. um, it's rocking. The other one, though, uh, Judas Priest, Another Thing Coming was the other one I thought of would be really good. Yeah. As those are my 80s ones. Uh-huh. Um, what are your 90s ones? Melt by the Doughboys. Okay. I thought that would be good. For those who don't yeah. know, Doughboys, Canadian alt-rock indie rock icons i suppose from the 90s yeah yeah uh, and uh For, former former members of the asexuals yeah oh that's right and john kastner does all kinds of film stuff now that people might yeah. know if they're film nerds um the uh, this one is just kind of a fun one that it would be fun to hear kind of faster and as a punk song and because it's kind of earnest and sad boy i think they would do a good job uh jumper by third eye blind <laughs> I don't, I don't get Third Eye Blind. A lot of people are just like, no, man, it's great. I don't know if it is. Uh, if you don't like Jumper it's... or anything. I, d- I never got it. I mean, that said, I mean, I... Wow, what do I want Good Riddance to cover? I sort of just want Good Riddance to make more Good Riddance songs. <laughs> sure, but they're very good at covers, and they could put yes. out a record yeah. of 12 originals and throw on a cover on there, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, have, a, I don't have a direct answer. I think... Uh, it's hard on the spot. Like I, I, I think, thought where, about it, yeah. I think the song "Where Do the Boys Go" by Men Without Hats should be redone. Ooh, um, okay. And I think I think that maybe Goodrins would do a good version of that. Sure. Um, 
and as a 90s thing i don't know man i i was never really into the like the reason why i stole your love is so good is because it's a genuine cover that good riddance is playing and mm-hmm. i wouldn't want anything i like i don't need you know a, a goo goo dolls song to be faster or like no it wouldn't work <laughs> i i thought you know that I mean? too i was like i was like even slide and i was like no that wouldn't work as a good written song yeah but, uh, but that's what i mean is like there's a lot of stuff that like i mean it, it exists and it's fine but i don't need it changed and i kind of don't like the tongue-in-cheekness of it whereas like where do the boys go is just a fun song and sure. you can't you can't really wreck it anyway uh that's a pretty good question i like that one i like i like stuff like that where we're just kind yeah. of talking about stuff that's good riddance adjacent a little palate yeah. cleanser <laughs> little palate cleanser anything else any other questions or should we uh get into picking next week's songs yeah we can get into picking the songs and maybe this 15 minute episode will be the shortest one yet but uh, what are you talking about man i'm We're being on like a half hour already i'm being facetious you're crazy maybe <laughs> maybe okay let's see we got bag wise it's almost empty. Did you end up seeing that photo last week of like yes. the six that are left? All right. From the phenomenon of craving Union Town. Uh-huh. Shit, do you remember when we used to use a random number generator? That seems like forever ago. It was so long ago. From Bound by Ties of Blood and Affection, Bobby Bound. Bound? Uh-huh. Is that Bobby what it is? Bond. Bobby Bond. Bond. You should know this, man. He's a hockey player. Don't start. Oh, another one from Phenomenon. Something like a Phenomenon. Uh, started zero. All right. Nothing but bangers, Dan. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. It's uh, it's so weird, though, getting close to the end like that. Yeah. What do we have? Like five, six episodes left? Fuck. Yeah. I hope everyone's as, uh, as excited and nervous about finishing this as I am. Uh <laughs> Cool. Dan, if, nervous? Anyone wants to, if anyone wants to let us know how excited and nervous they are for us slash because of us, how do they do that? Yeah. And you can set, tell us how sad you are too, because you well, I mean, uh, love, sure, sad. love hearing us in your ears for the last year and change. Um, no one's going to be sad. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, slide into those DMs, uh, send us stuff you find. Uh, Ryan's been sending us cool stuff that he comes across online too. Um, you know, Ryan has been like a day, day one homie with us. Day one um, supporter of Last Believer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Last Believer Pod. Um, you can always email us to lastbelieverpod at gmail.com. Get in those questions, concerns. Tell me I need to start drinking again to get my brain back on track or something. I don't know. Maybe it, yo, maybe I have adult onset ADHD. Yo, have you watched or listened to Fat Mike's podcast? No. He's on this funny thing where uh, like his podcast is fine. He talks to people and whatever mm-hmm. it's, it's fat Mike talking to people. I've seen some clips, um, some clips on the, uh, the old Instagram machine. Yeah. But what he does, I guess like he was sober for a bit and then he started drinking again, but he makes some reference about how he only, he's only allowed to drink one bottle of vodka a day, but the bottle is an airplane sized bottle. This is an interesting way to not be sober. <laughs> like sort of what's the point, but also just as you were saying, like just getting my brain working again. Uh, anyway, yeah, I've been drinking more or less heavily for the last 20 years without exaggeration. So, or let's say 18 years. So this is all kind of new. <laughs> Brain all over yeah. the place. Yeah. Don't worry. It's growing. It's coming back. 
Okay, uh, Dan, thanks for hanging out this week. Uh, thanks for everyone for listening. Thanks to Good Riddance and Fat Records for letting us play all of this music. Next week, we're going to talk about Uniontown, Bobby Bond, and start at zero. And we're going to answer listener questions, so keep sending them. Yup. Sorry, I had a pen in my mouth. Yup. A pen in your mouth? I was just chewing on a pen. I don't know. I was just staring at the screen, chewing a pen, and being like, oh, yeah.